Greetings and welcome to Education in Focus, powered by Chalkboard News. I'm Dan McCaleb, Vice President of News and Content at the Franklin News Foundation, publisher of ChalkboardNews.com. Chalkboard is a news website dedicated to issues related to K-12 education. Joining me again today is Brendan Clary, Chalkboard's K-12 editor. How are you, Brendan? I'm doing well, Dan. How about you? I am doing well, thank you. We are recording this on Monday, January 22nd. Brennan, we've known for quite a while that too many American students can't read, do math at grade level. You uh, wrote recently at Chalkboard News about a new report that comes out that says many states um, don't have effective organizations on implementing best practices when it comes to teaching reading and helping students learn how to read appropriately. Why don't you update our listeners about that report? Yeah, for sure, Dan. So the the report was from the National Council National Council on Teacher Quality, which is kind of a mouthful, but it's it's a, a very important uh, organization, and they they basically are concerned with how effective are teachers at teaching and doing their job, and and sort of they, they're you know advocating for very effective teachers and giving teachers the tools they need to do a really good job and, and educate the next generation, right? So that's like their whole mission, and they released a report recently uh, last week. They found that 19 states don't have these critical policies that promote literacy. So there's 19 states that don't have what the National Council on Teacher Quality says they should have in order to effectively teach um, reading to students, essentially. And uh, the backdrop of this, Dan, is some debate over the best way to teach uh, students how to read. So, uh, you know, there is uh, scientific studies that back up, you know, here's the best way to teach students how to read. But recently, a number of years ago, there was some academics and some some advocates who said, you know, we should try to teach them in, in different ways. We should try to, you know, basically come up with running records or guided reading or three queuing systems, basically different different kinds of uh, instruction to young children about how to read. So basically, you would see a word in a, in a book, and instead of trying to like sound it out with phonics, you know, and saying like cat, cat, and figuring it out that way, you would kind of pick in some of the clues. So if you don't know a new word, instead of trying to sound it out, you would sort of guess or, you know, kind of get the clues and, and sort of figure it out that way. And so that was something that was, that was picked up. And that's that's recently been, you know, pushed out of vogue, right? Like that's been that's been pushed out. And there are even some legislatures that have passed bills that, that target that kind of teaching and, and have banned it and said, you know, we want this research, the science-backed reading instruction. And so that's that's sort of the background here, you know, going into this report is that there are some states that don't have teacher training programs that are, are teaching educators, those kinds of things, or don't have specific policies. So the, so one of those is the reading standards for teacher preparation programs. That's that's a policy that the National Council on Teacher Quality recommends. Another one is ensuring that teachers know the science of reading, as I was mentioning. There's also stronger licensure tests for elementary reading. So that, you know, if you're going to be a licensed elementary school teacher, that you have that that test is a little bit, you know, higher standards there. And then also high quality reading curriculums. So, you know, making sure that that is vetted and is, you know, approved. And then also professional learning for teachers. Like, how do you continue to inform them about the best way to teach students? So there, there are those five policies. And basically, the, the report broke down that, you know, there are 19 states that have very little or, or none of those policies in place. So Maine, South Dakota, Montana, those, you know, have had few or no policies in, in most of the policy areas, according to the that that organization there. So um, it also found, you know, 16 states have a few policies in place. It also found that 28 states have, you know, some of these weak licensure tests and also 28 states 
leave it to outside accreditors to approve how teachers are prepared. So that that is also, you know, you know, allowing somebody else to kind of take that. And it, you know, might be a little bit less than what lawmakers want than what is necessary for, you know, keeping teachers up to snuff, right, on some of these, some of the literacy training here. Brendan, this report from the National Council on Teacher Quality that you wrote about, they also say that um, nearly 40% of all students entering fourth grade, so it's a, you know just a one grade sample size, but that accounts for 1.3 million children, about 1.3 million children, couldn't read at a basic level entering the fourth grade. That's a huge number. Yeah, that's nearly 40% of all fourth graders across the country being left behind. So is this group, the National Council on Teacher Quality, are they like advocating with state legislatures to change laws, to um, adopt uh, these sound teaching reading policies? What's, I mean, 1.3 million children. That's just, that's right. Well, I do know, I don't know how much they do in terms of, you know, going directly to state legislatures. I do know that they lay it out and they basically say, you know, who here's who is doing a great job. Here's who we think are not doing a great job and, and laying it out and using that data. And as you mentioned, uh, and, and they basically say this is the right way to do it. Like if you have these strong policies in place, they estimate that, that 90% of those students would be able to, to read. So 90% of those fourth graders would not be behind. So basically they're saying, you know, these are the proven methods. These are scientifically bad. Act. These are things that need to be in place in order to promote literacy. And, you know, here's the states that have them and, and sort of anal- you can you can analyze what a state has. So I, I think that that I, I know that that's that's what they do. But I, I don't know how much they're, they're doing in the lobbying because they're, they're mostly, I think, um, focused on that research and the policy analysis and basically saying this is what you should do. Like this is the best practice. I've also talked to this this organization in terms of teacher pay and and sort of they, they push for uh, you know, being able to pay teachers uh, to attract the best and, you know, the retention of teachers, like attracting them to a school district and then keeping them there and, and trying to figure out policies on how to do that. So that's an interesting thing that they do uh, as well as they sort of advocate on that side about how, how much you uh, should pay teachers and sort of that talent marketplace. So I think it's something that it was really interesting, a conversation that I had with the president of National Council on Teacher Quality, Heather Peschke, is um, that, you know, essentially you have to try to compete, like schools are trying to compete with people who have these degrees and who have these skills. And, you know, in order to find the best and brightest and keep them there, you have to be able to pay them that wage. And so that's that's something that they do. Um, and, you know, that's part of it as well, Dan, is this kind of this formula of how do you um, get the high, like, how do you get these very knowledgeable teachers into schools to teach kids how to read and how, how's the best way to do that. Um, and, you know, being able to teach them the right things while they're going to college and sort of having those in place, those policies in place. I think that that's what the NCTQ says is the thing to do in order to boost literacy and is to promote the science of reading and all these other policies that they've, you know, that they've laid out in their report. We're about out of time, uh, Brendan, but when you're entering the fourth grade, if you, you, if you can't read at grade level, you're going to be behind probably the rest of your academic career. And that doesn't bode well for a child's you know, future, a future to make a living, etc. I'd be interested in, uh, and I'm sure our listeners too, w- would be listening to learn more about this, Brendan. But uh, that is all the time we have. Listeners can keep up with this story and all stories related to K-12 education at chalkboardnews.com. For Brendan Clary, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe. Thank you for listening. Enjoying our podcast? 
Your reviews help other listeners find our show. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.